Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Issues 2020. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guests are Major Jim Curl and Jill Skaggs from Wichita Salvation Army. Welcome to Issues 2020. Nice to have you with Thank us. Thank you. Thank you. We should uh, tell you that we're doing this on a, on a phone line because of the, the uh, uh, pandemic, and we're doing all of our interviews that way, so we, don't, we can't be in the same room with you, but uh, we'll just muddle through this morning. Jill, now your title is Director of Emergency Disaster Services. Is that correct? It's, yes, that's part of it. It's Emergency Social Services. I'm yeah. the director here in Sedgwick County. And we're going to be talking about the Salvation Army's role in dealing with the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. But first, I'd like some background if we can. Major Curl, how long have you been with the Salvation Army in Wichita? Well, I've been here just uh, two years now in Wichita with the Salvation Army, but overall with the Army, I've been around for about 40 years. About 40? Where, where were you before you came here? I have served in uh, the 11 central states uh, with the Salvation Army in about 20 different locations. Wow. That's, uh, and you don't, uh, well, you don't get to stay long, do you? <laughs> Maybe you'll stay uh, longer here. You know, hard to keep a good job, you know? <laughs> there you go. Now, let's talk a little bit about Salvation Army. Is this a religious entity? Is it a church? Uh, yes, we are. We are a church. We are a church-based uh, social service agency, and everything we do is, a, is our motivation to serve the Lord in, 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 uh, in our work. So what is, how would you state your mission, the Salvation Army's mission, then? Well, the, uh, the international mission of the Salvation Army is a little longer, uh, but I can surely give you that. It reads something like this. The Salvation Army is an international movement of the evangelical part of the Christian church. Its message is based on the Bible. Its ministry is motivated by the love of God. The mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to meet human needs in his name without discrimination. All right. Thank you. Now, I'm, I'm a mission gonna... statement. You got right. the whole nine yards. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to throw these questions out to whoever is comfortable with asking, again, answering them. Uh, uh, I want to f- start with uh, having you tell us about uh, a stand with Wichita. What exactly is stand with Wichita? So I'm Jill. Stand with ahead, Wichita Jill. is our partnership with the Wichita Community Foundation, and it is to serve families and individuals in Sedgwick County where their employment or their income has been impacted by COVID-19. And what we're doing is paying their utility bills. We're doing everything over the phone, and people call, and they are emailing documents, and they're just verifying through a la- you know their last paycheck that they're employed somewhere, that either they're on furlough, reduced hours, and we work with the utility providers and get their bills paid so they're current. 
What is what is exactly is the Wichita Community Foundation? That sounds like something new to me. What is that? Uh, it's a it's a large uh, boy. It's a, it's a conglomeration of investment places where folks can uh, deposit money into this community foundation. They invest it on behalf of those individuals, and then uh, either allocate the funds back to the individual or use it for things like like this uh, this effort that we're doing for COVID nineteen. Okay, stand with Wichita. How's how's it going? Uh, obviously, you're relying on people to make donations. How's it going so far? Well, the donations are coming in, and we're very grateful for the donors in the community. We've uh, spent probably $10,000 a week since we've started this program with them. And so they had funds available um, March 23rd, and our team started receiving calls. We were averaging about 50 calls a day. And um, so that's what we're doing. I mean, the funds have been there, and the need is there, and so we're able to help people and relieve some of that pressure for them. So if somebody's, yeah. if somebody's listening, I'm sorry, did I interrupt you, Major? Yeah, I was going to just add a little bit because the, the, the beauty of this, this partnership has been uh, we talked about this potential need and, and both the foundation, Wichita Foundation, and the Salvation Army said, yeah, we're going to do that and, and just commence to, to provide the service for people and, and waited for the funds to come. And, and you know, as, as the community would have it, the support is there to, to make it make it come true. Well, now, if somebody is in need of funds, uh, how do how do they get in touch with you, or how do you find them? So they need to call our um, direct line, which is 316-263-2769, and then go to extension 148, and then we um, call them back. We're also partnering with utility providers, um, we have a presence on all the social media. Um, we're getting out to restaurant workers. And so, you know, word of mouth, I mean, that's how we're out there promoting and also working with utility providers. All right, let's talk about, uh, I would like you to tell us about some of the programs or specific uh, uh, things you're doing to address uh, the pandemic. Uh, beyond this, uh, Stand with Wichita, what other things are you doing at the Salvation Army? You know, our other services are still ongoing. Our food pantry, our food services are still in full force and in growing, I believe, in the process. Uh, as the pandemic continues, folks are coming to a point where they're realizing they might need some assistance with food, and that, uh, and that is always difficult uh, when you don't know where to turn. Uh, what's happening again in this community at this time, many of these folks have never been part of the uh, the, the social service system before. They've never received any uh, help from the Army, from the Salvation Army or others. So they're not really sure which way to turn, but the Army is here to help with those kinds of things. So so food we're doing uh, as we have normally done and increasing it. In fact, we have a, a larger distribution coming up next Wednesday. Uh, that'll be kind of a bulk distribution, really uh, pushing community-wide, and, and that's going to be there. We're still operating our shelter, and our shelter is operating at capacity. It, it becomes a little more difficult within our shelter because we have to be prepared for the what-ifs. Uh, you know, folks are uh, supposed to stay in, uh, in the shelter, but, you know, you have to leave the building every now and then, and so it's always at risk when you, when you have that mixed population. So our shelter is still running at capacity, and uh, what we try to do here at the Salvation Army is what's the need? Where, where are you hurting? What's the shortfall in, in your life or family? And how can we help with that? So. 
I'm going to, uh, we're going to probably elaborate on a couple of those programs here in the next few minutes. But it, uh, before we talk about that, I'd like to ask you, when it comes to this, uh, of course, nobody's ever seen what we're looking at now as far as this pandemic. I can't find anybody who's, oh, yeah, we've, we've dealt with that before back in 1956. No, nobody's ever seen this before. So what are you looking at in some of the, some of the specific challenges that you're facing in regard to the crisis uh, with COVID-19? Obviously, what happens in, in our community right now is we, we run into the, the fact that the Salvation Army is driven a lot by volunteers. Uh, a lot of what we do and how we serve people is because we have good community volunteers that step up, step up and help us do the things that we do, uh, which is wonderful. You, you, you can't put a dollar value on those kinds of support, but the, the, they're not there. They're, they're required to stay home. They're, they are at home uh, keeping safe. So the, the, the pandemic itself, the fear of what might be if, if I were to become infected with that pandemic, with that virus, uh, how do I respond to that? So, so we're, we're, we're pushing a little bit more of the envelope of having enough people to do the services that we do. Uh, we've put all hands on deck, so uh, those who might have been uh, support staff in other ways are now frontline service people. And, uh, so we're just, it, it's just finding enough people to provide uh, uh, hands and feet to, to do what we need to do. So I'm going to uh, just go behind the scenes a little bit. How are you operating uh, in your facility, in your office? Are you doing a skeleton crew? Do you have people working from home? How are you, how are you handling this at the Salvation Army? Well, uh, it really depends upon your location here in Wichita. We're, we're still here in our building operating uh, the full building. We we have limited access to the building now. We don't allow the, the through traffic that we once have. As, as Joe mentioned earlier, we're doing most of our things outside the door or, or via the phone service or, or, or computer kind of thing. But even our internal staff that may have been just office staff, I don't mean that in a negative way, just office staff, now we're saying how can they pitch in to help with, with the needs on the front line. So it's reassigning. It's you, we, I joke and call it that paragraph 13 of your job description, you know, other duties as assigned. Uh, so the staff is just stepping up and doing what they need to do. Well, and, you know, uh, that, that's, uh, I guess, what all of us are doing pretty much. But uh, it, uh, it, we talked about uh, volunteers a minute ago, and that was one of my questions. Uh, if somebody would like to volunteer, um, again, how do they get involved? You had a phone number, I think, didn't you, Jill? Yeah, I would just have them call 316 316- Two six three two seven six nine, and they can be transferred to um, Brenda Autry, and we can see if there's a, something they can do for us. Um, the, one of the other challenges, Steve, that I wanted to mention was, um, you know, there's some people in the community, as Major um, Curl mentioned, that have never needed assistance, and so how do we reach that group of people? Um, these are people, like when we've been helping people with utilities, these are people that, families that are workers, they're like, I want to get back to work. I loved my job. Um, I was a waiter. I was the hairdresser. And so these are folks that would never even think of needing social services. They're probably the ones that have donated to us and been donors. And now, so how do we reach that group of people? And um, with your help, we can do that. So that's been a challenge, too, that, um, well, maybe I don't need help, um, but if the community opens on May 3rd, you know, I may not get my first paycheck till May 23rd. 
and so now I've got two months rent due, April and May, and um, that's what we're trying to that's, do. That's a good point. That's a good point. And now when you talk about, you also mentioned financial help and donations, and of course we want to. We want to talk about that aspect too. There's somebody out there right now saying, "Hey, that sounds like a real good, a real good cause, or something I'd like to donate or be a part of." And how can they do that? How can they uh, make a donation of some sort? Obviously, there's online donations that you can make. You can go to our website and make donations online. Uh, you can do it the old-fashioned way and, and and send a check in the mail. That works for us as well. Uh, and just designate that it's for the COVID, uh, and and that becomes 100 uh, percent going towards. COVID, and that's uh, uh, the Army honors those designations, and we keep those things where they are. Uh, donations received in Wichita uh, serves Wichita. That's how, how we function and how we support our community. Uh, so just a couple ways to do that. So, so I was gonna, and that's another question I had about uh, Salvation Army Wichita. Is it, are you limited geographically? Um, in other words, do you service several counties, just Wichita, Sedgwick County? How, how does that work, Major? We serve Wichita and Sedgwick County from this location. Okay. Uh, in, in that respect, we are limited. However, uh, we are able to reach outside of that area in special circumstances and situations. Uh, for example, just the other day, Jill told me the story about an individual in, uh, in Pratt. Pratt. It was a community. So mm-hmm. I'll let Jill tell that story. Jill. Yeah, somebody from Pratt was um, needing help with um, prescriptions, and so we just said, yes, we'll help you. Um, we're not going to get caught up in, you know, the Sedgwick County rule right now. We want to help people. You know, I can't leave my home. I don't know where to turn. So we do also have a resource for um, if somebody from another county calls, we can get them in touch with their service extension office. So okay. I would encourage people just to call the number we've talked about, and we'll figure out how to get them either connected in the community or in their community. Now, just so for clarity, when we say service extension within the Salvation Army, in many of the smaller communities around the state, uh, we have volunteer groups that actually do the social service ministry uh, of the Army in those little communities. It might be the school principal, it might be the police chief, it could be the fire chief. It depends on the community. So we refer them back to that volunteer group of the Salvation Army. You're listening to Issues 2020 on the Intercom radio stations, and our guests are Major Jim Curl and Jill Skaggs from the Wichita Salvation Army. Let's talk about, if we could for just a minute, about some other programs and services. Tell us about your efforts to help in times of disasters. Tell us about that. So one of the things we're doing that the Major alluded to was food, and so we're able to help with food assistance. Um, We've partnered with... um, we, we get a, a certain allotment of food through um, the federal government, and then now we've just found out the food bank has received a wonderful grant to be able to pr- allow us to have food. So, you know, we're a pantry that's still open, and um, we're taking food out just like Target. You know, you come and we put it in your trunk and um, limited interaction. So, um, and we're not, on our food distribution next Wednesday, we're not asking any questions. You know, you say you need food, we're going to provide food for you. So I want to talk a bit. I want to talk a little bit about general disasters. I mean, somebody is they've sure. they've lost their home because of a fire oh, or okay. something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's you know what one of the one of the things that we have within the Salvation Army is we are an international disaster service agency as well. So we're the ones with the red and white canteens that come out and and serve at those kind of events. Uh, we're invited. We don't 
we don't barge into those things. Uh, you know, and the fire department calls out saying we need some help at this location, and and we respond to those needs in, in that community. So if uh, in a disaster mode, if it's a, if it's a, a tornado or a, or a flood and those kind of things, you'll see the Salvation Army on the front line. Uh, and we usually do that pretty quickly because we're in that community ourselves. So we're already on site, we're already there, we're already boots on the ground, uh, and then we just feed into that site from other areas around the Salvation Army world. So, yeah, Tell us about uh, how you help with the homeless. And I know it, uh, this uh, COVID-19 thing has been something for the homeless to be, the, the city's dealing with that a little bit too, but how do you generally, how do you deal with, with the homeless at the Salvation you know, Army? In, in Wichita, there's a, a really great network of service for the homeless population within Wichita. Our role uh, as a Salvation Army is we are a supplemental food site uh, for the for the folks on the street these days. So we're providing lunches and meals. We're kind of partnering with uh, a couple other agencies. They do it a couple days. We do it the other days. Uh, they may do a certain group on a certain day. We, we cover the other days. Uh, housing and such, we do have our shelter here that houses uh, women and, and families, and the family is a, a mother and children or a father and children or a combination thereof. Uh, we currently don't have a spot for single men uh, in our housing system because we think the, meet is, the need is kind of met within Wichita, and we don't want to just duplicate that. Uh, but we're, we're, we're on the streets, and uh, we have guys that come by on a regular basis and grab a lunch bag that happens to be packed for them. Yeah. Hey, that. talk about uh, fostering at-risk children. What's that all about? You know, we have in, in Wichita one of the one of two nationwide in the Salvation Army of a fostering uh, foster care program, and we're a state licensed program to receive foster children from the state. So we work with families and foster care children to find them placements, uh, to do the the case studies, the case follow up, uh, to make sure that that child is in uh, a good, safe environment and getting the services they need uh, within the state. And you work with veterans, I understand. Is that correct? We do. We do. Uh, we have a really great uh, veterans services program here in Wichita. Uh, it's really based out of Kansas City, but we have uh, multiple case managers here in town, and their goal is to help veterans find permanent housing. So they're working with veterans to, to help them find resources to, to stay in their homes if they have them or resources to find homes uh, if they don't. What is Dillon's Community Rewards? Okay. Um, as I understand the program, I'm not an expert on Dylan's <laughs> community reward, okay. uh, but as I understand the program, you can designate charities as the recipient ah. of, of reward points. So if you designate the Salvation Army in Wichita, Sedbrook County, uh, quarterly we get a, a check from Dylan's that says, here's X amount of dollars to use in your, in your services to people, whatever that might be. Uh, and, and it's a great way for, for uh individuals just to support uh, this, the, the social service agency. And I would suggest the Salvation Army. Okay. Uh, yeah, I knew about that. Now, talk, talk a little bit about corporate partnerships. What is that? Well, corporate partnerships are, are really broad, and, and uh, we have lots of folks that we work with. Uh, I believe one, of course, is most recently we talked about is the Wichita Foundation. That's a corporate communities partnership that we have. We have several other groups in, in town that we can come alongside, and they say, let's, let's work with the Salvation Army. I'm thinking of the Spare, 
Spirit Aerospace Systems is a is a great corporate sponsor with the Salvation Army. You see more of them at at uh, at Christmas time when it comes to our toys and and our food program at Christmas time, or you you may hear that they have done things with. Uh, uh, back to school supplies to help teachers and, and students in the schooling kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But those are the kind of community partners. It's ways that in which the, the, the corporate, corporate world can say, I have a group of people that want to do something. How do we do that? How do we come alongside an agency, an organization like the Salvation Army and help them provide resources for the needs? We, we have, I, I mentioned volunteers earlier. We had some great corporate sponsors that provide us with volunteers uh, prior to COVID-19, of course, but, but they're great sponsors. They come alongside and they say, you know, we're going to come and help uh, staff your food pantry for, uh, for the days and, and, and meet with the people one-on-one -on -one and talk with them. So corporate sponsorship, corporate partnership uh, is essential, and, uh, and I think uh, it's one of the things that we're struggling a little bit now with in the current environment because yeah. they can't get out. They can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I would say on that, you know, maybe I'm not a big player in the community. I don't have a lot of funds, but my team event, I want to come and volunteer. And so, you know, you could come and work at our food pantry one day and meet with our clients or come and cook food for our shelter. And so even though I may not have the dollars that, make, that they think that they need, we would love to have volunteers come as a team and help us. That's another important corporate event or sponsorship. Can't emphasize enough that volunteering is one of the biggest assets yeah. that we have. So. How many how many people do you think you, you actually help in a year's time at the Salvation Army? I imagine that's the number you probably, maybe you can't estimate it, but do you have any numbers that you might? The last number that I recall that we put together for a different report was right around the 200,000 people. Oh, wow. And, and you mentioned that you work with other uh, organizations. There are so many uh, there are a number of civic organizations, people who are doing similar to work what you're doing. And, and do you try to coordinate with with other people who are doing similar kind of work? We do. We uh, we work really hard at the Salvation Army and are partnering uh, not to duplicate services and enhance other services within the community. Uh, and if someone has resources that they want to share, and we can share both ways, it works out very well. So uh, I think uh, overall in Wichita, you'll find that true for most. Uh, service agencies, they like to partner together, they like to work together. We serve on several different councils and communities with representation in, uh, in the uh, continuum of care group and the housing piece and, uh, and such and so on. So it's, it's a pretty good partnership in Wichita. Let's talk about Red Kettle for just a minute. It's Christmas time, the bell ringers and so forth. My understanding is that that is your fundraiser, but the money that you raise and the donations is used year-round. Is that correct? That's correct. Our, our Christmas fundraising is indeed our largest fundraising effort uh, in, in the Salvation Army world, really, not just in Wichita. But it is the resource that we, we try to generate enough resources in that period of time uh, through the Red Kettle campaign, which, of course, is the Red Kettles on the corner, but it's more than that. It's the letters you get in the mail. It's the appeals you hear on radio and television. It's, it's all those kind of things. But, but those dollars are what makes the Army... Available to, to serve throughout the year. This so, is uh, yeah. it's such a tough time for our community, for well, for the entire nation and the world. Uh, what do you uh, What do you say to folks? Uh, uh, I'm going to talk to you if I could, uh, Major Curl. What do you What do you want to tell folks about how we should uh, How we should approach this in our hearts and our minds? Because this these are some tough tough times, not only financially, uh, but 
through our hearts and our minds. You know, I think sometimes we find ourselves thinking that, uh, you know, we're in such a terrible, dire strait where we are. And for many people, that's true. But for a lot of us, uh, we're so much better off than so many other folks in our community. And it's amazing what a small donation, a, a little gift can do. And, and, and what, what you don't see and what you won't feel is, is the expression of thanks and thanksgiving you get from the folks that you serve. And when you put that extra box of groceries in a car or you, or you help with the utility bill, uh, it, it just means so much to that individual that the benefit to the giver way out exceeds the gift. The, all right, people but, just love it. Okay, I'm, we're almost out of time. I just want to thank you both for being with us over the phone because that's the way we have to do it right now. But thank you for being with us, and thank you uh, for the great work that the Salvation Army is doing in this community and uh, around the country. It's uh, nice to talk to you and get to know you, at least on the phone. Someday we'll be able to say hello face-to-face, I'm sure. But thank you for being with us this morning. Thank our, you very much. Thank you. Our guests are uh, Major Jim Curl and Jill Skaggs from Wichita's Salvation Army. And that's all for this edition of Issues 2020. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t